Real Fit Podcast. We got episode 21 now live. Josh back in the studio with us. Um, we got a little bit of a last minute pod, but we got a, a Fit Talk episode today, man. Uh, Fit Talk is a, one of our formats of the show. It's kind of like more of a current events uh, format. No specific message or anything like that or nothing nothing specifically planned. I'm um, just talking about life, talking about what's going on in the world and uh, catching up, man. But how you been, Josh? It's been a few weeks since you've been on the podcast, but how's everything going with you, bro? Man, it's been going good. Um, I've been taking a lot of time recently just to take care of my father. Uh, he just had surgery recently on his back, had a spinal fusion. So just uh, been taking care of him, making sure that his recovery has been going good and all right. Uh, other than that, man, just been living life, uh, been doing a lot of meditating. Nice, bro. Uh, a lot of meditation and just clearing my mind being at peace man I feel yeah like damn spinal surgery real crazy man it, uh, it's something that i didn't really know too much about before my pops had to go and get his surgery but um man yeah spinal fusion he had his uh l2 l3 l4 and l5 uh all of those are in the lower lumbar, so the lower part of your back. Um, he had four of those vertebrae fused together. Uh, and one of the big things that I learned is that, man, like your spine as a person or just having a straight spine and having your spine in uh, the correct position it's supposed to be in, man, really, really, really important. And it's kind of what connects your whole body together. Yeah, all the way from head to toe. It's, it's real crazy to think about. And um, one thing that I noticed is that a lot of people, um, regardless of age, will usually wait until they're older to get any back problems that they had fixed. And uh, I, I really suggest anyone who does have any problems in their back, um, anything similar or of such, to, to go get your back checked out and go and get those problems fixed before they start accumulating into something bigger. Did he uh, Did he go to a chiropractor at all? So Not yet. Um, it's been about just about two weeks now since he had his surgery. Uh, he's been at home for the most part. Um, and then in a couple weeks, he'll start uh, his real recovery, his physical therapy and treatment and all that such. So it, it, it's a it's a process and a journey that definitely takes time. A lot of people go through surgery, you want to just get right back to it, uh, get back to the normal day-to-day lifestyle they're used to. But after surgery, and especially extensive surgery like that, it definitely takes time uh, to let your body heal and recover. He's looking at retiring soon still, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's, that's dope, man. He's getting up there in age, man. It, it's crazy. It's like... Um, you live life so long, you've worked, you've raised, uh, you've taught others, and it gets to a point where you almost just want to be a spectator in a sense where um, you're not having to do anything, you're not forced to do anything, you almost just want to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show for yourself. Yeah, I feel like there's seasons uh, to life, you know? Most I feel like I'm, I'm in a season of like sewing, you know? Mm-hmm. trying to sow, sow the the right future and yeah bro I, I went to freaking austin this week austin texas yeah wow. i literally just got back uh this morning and uh yeah i did a podcast out there with a couple of buddies of mine that i met out there yeah it was cool it was super cool <laughs> how was the trip man uh tell me a little bit about it it was cool bro i flew out there by myself first time ever like 
really doing something like that. <clears throat> you a little nervous at all? Nah, bro. I was excited. It was a uh, yeah, first time like going and traveling just alone by myself without family or anything like that. Was it a new city that you visited as well? Yeah, yeah. Austin's freaking sick, dude. It's a cool city. Um, but yeah, I was just checking out the downtown area. Um, went to like a little networking event, try to meet some people and stuff like that. Um, entrepreneurs and a lot of like younger people who are doing similar stuff as we are. Yeah. You know, with like either podcasting or starting up some type of business. But yeah, bro, it's I think like networking is definitely important, you know. And um at the end of the day, like kind of how I look at this podcast in a way is you know, you kind of do have to put yourself out there, you know, if you want to do business for yourself, you know, if you want to be your own boss, if you want to do those kind of things you got to be able to put yourself out there and uh yeah push your it's like no one's gonna come knocking on your door you know what i mean like no one's gonna come you know asking kate if you want to do this or do that or you know what i'm saying so yep if you want to be big if if you want exposure you have to make yourself be seen Uh, no one is really going to advertise and uh just give handouts to you like that so someone got to take some risks you got to take a chance on yourself have confidence in yourself believe in yourself and then uh from there just start doing things to help yourself become seen to give yourself some leverage to give yourself some sort of exposure to where you could get your foot in the doorstep and you could actually start building off from there yeah i mean for me it's like you know you kind of have to like craft your you know your environment you know and the people that you associate with, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to, you know, be happy and, like, if you want to do certain things, you got to surround yourself around people who are already doing those things, you know? Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, it was cool, bro. Um, Got to see the city. Um, One thing I kind of started to think about, like, whenever I've gone and, like, gone on little vacations or whatnot, um, usually, like, you know, if I go with, like, the family, we'll just go and we'll check out the city Maybe we'll go to a few restaurants or whatnot, but, like, you really don't know a city unless you, like, immerse yourself with the people who live there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's 100% true. Like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go travel, if you're going to go see different parts of the world, you got to get immersed in, like, the culture and, like, kind of meet some people, out, meet the people out there. You know what I mean? Like, the people are, you know, life is all about people, I feel like, in, you know, different cities. It's, like, has its own culture and has its own you know networks and stuff like and, that and influence yeah yeah so yeah bro that was really cool man the flight flight was only like an hour and a half so it's not too bad at all not bad not bad yeah man. uh i was gonna ask you what are some of the biggest things that you learned on your trip or uh some of the biggest things that you were able to take away from your uh your little trip up there traveling alone is kind of cool bro to be honest like you don't really got to worry about nobody else no rules no set boundaries yeah like you you stay up however late you want to stay up you know what i'm saying like you you know you just do whatever you want to do so i want to do some more traveling for sure that was one of my goals this year so i'm glad i was able to make that happen um yeah i just want to try to travel more bro and like try to make the effort to meet people and uh to surround myself with you know great people you know and uh it's like yeah i just think surrounding yourself around like the right people is, is everything man but uh but yeah bro anything what, what else what else was uh going on this week man did you see the whole balloon thing the china balloon thing or whatever yeah and then uh, i just heard another incident uh news today that was going on where there was another uh unidentified object uh 
flying a little bit lower than that uh, spy balloon. The other one. Um, what do you What do you make of that, bro? I don't know. It's kind of sus- it's kind of suspect to me. I don't I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> well, I I definitely know that there's satellites and cameras and whatnot up in up in the uh not not the atmosphere or yeah I know what you mean yeah just up, up in the sky. But um, one of the things that I think about is what are they trying uh to capture or what are they uh surveilling? You know what I mean. Uh, I, I do think that these balloons uh, do have some sort of satellite scanners or radars on them that they were trying to pick up some sort of information or collect some sort of data over here. And mm-hmm. uh, what, when it's not from the country that you're from, uh, it's something unidentified, something foreign, makes you question a little bit, um, like what the other side is trying to do or... Uh, what is it that they're scheming up? Did you watch the uh, State of the Union address that Biden gave? I didn't, I didn't watch any of it. No, I, I, um, I haven't been keeping it, up with the news at all, man. So I was, it, I was, I was hoping you got some. Uh, it's real funny, man. I was hearing people say that they were more interested in watching LeBron break the all-time scoring <laughs> record uh, yeah. against the Thunder instead of watching the State of the Union address. So that's probably it's probably pretty accurate, to be honest. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about, bro? State of the Union, um, other current events that were going on right now. One of the things I was about to get into and talk about was the earthquake that just occurred over in Turkey. Oh, yeah? And this happened a couple of days ago. Fat er- earthquake? Yes, real bad, real, real, real bad. And me personally, I'm the type of person that doesn't get too disgusted or freaked out about much, but... Um, other than like seeing gore or seeing blood in person, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie, I get queasy and I get a little nauseous when I see stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But seeing the video of um, these search and rescue teams over in Turkey going through these destructed buildings, uh, searching for any survivors or any living people uh, after this earthquake hit, man, I mean, it was turning, twisting my stomach. It it just it really made me sick to my stomach seeing these people fighting for their lives. So many people losing their lives. Um, just the devastation that the earthquake has uh, has caused to those people over there, man. I mean, might not know a whole lot about those people. Might not uh, be too close to them. But just seeing another human being uh, being in pain like that. Um, seeing them lose loved ones, man. It, it just... It really makes me feel sick to my stomach, man. Heart goes out to them, and I just uh, I, I want everyone out there to just uh, give their prayers and give good thoughts and energy out to them out there in Turkey. Yeah, bro. It's I'm grateful we don't have to we don't really have to deal with that over here in Arizona, man. Hundred percent. It just makes me think about um, a little bit what you were just talking about a little while ago where your environment is real important yeah not just the people who you have around you but like truly the environment you stay at and the environment you live around it all plays a big part uh as to who you are and the um and the impact that those things have on you yeah it really does man yeah it's not just like the people you you know you surround yourself with but the city the whole the whole deal man it's um yeah, bro. Um, one thing I, I've been thinking about is maybe trying to, like, move into a different city, just kind of experience, like, a different culture, you know? I'm thinking maybe, like, within the next year or so, 
make a move over to Austin or something like that. I think um, I think it's probably would be a, a good good idea, like a good way to grow and a good way to like expand your mind you know, a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. One thing that um, I always think about when people talk about, oh, I wish I could live here, um, I want to live here, uh, this place would be more nice or whatever, um, is there's a lot of people out there who has this false sense or this false idea that um, because you live in a nice area or because you live in a nice place that like you're safe, you're safe from any danger, mm-hmm. you're safe from... Uh, or you're just exempt from any of the other crazy things that goes or goes on around um, other places around the world, and um, that's just something I think nobody is exempt from danger. But I think that it's important for people to stay dangerous. And when I say this, I mean there's always going to be danger around you, wh- whether you like it or not. You're going to be exposed to danger, but I think it's important not to be filled or consumed with fear not be afraid at whatever's thrown at you Mm -hmm. but to stay dangerous in the sense that you are also you're comfortable with the fear yeah or it you're not going to let it fill you with fear you're not going to be scared of whatever situation but you're going to be on go you're going to be prepared and ready for whatever pops off if it does pop off Mm -hmm. so uh, when i say and tell people to stay dangerous it's not really like uh go and be aggressive towards other people or go and cause havoc and whatnot it's more so to not be consumed and not be filled with fear but to just be ready for whatever happens at any given moment yeah i, I was listening to an audio book by 50 cent that's called hustle harder hustle smarter and he talks a lot about fear and 50 cents like um, he's probably one of like the people who I, I really like, um, uh, look up to. And I try to like implement a lot of his life philosophies and the way he does business, man, he's intelligent. And I really do yeah. believe he implements the 48 laws of power. Yeah. I, I really do believe he implements those in his day to day life. Yeah, bro. He talks a lot about fear and about how like, um, the, the, a big advantage he has in the business world, like in the corporate world is he comes from the streets and he's like, you know he he's really comfortable with fear and like you know with his competitors in the business world he can deal with like stressful environments and um yeah bro i think i think like obviously i don't come from the streets i'm not like i don't come from that world but um i always try to like implement little things from people who i look up to and i think that like exposing yourself to a little bit of danger a little bit of a little bit of risk is 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 honestly important bro and to kind of tie into that, I think that, you know, if, you know, if you listen to a lot of like older people, um, or just a lot of people in general, they'll tell you to be patient and they'll tell you to, you know, not risk too much, you know what I mean? And, um, to, you know, just not put yourself in, uh, in harm's way. Yeah. Which, you know, I agree with for sure. You don't want to be reckless, but I think that, you know, if you live in a state of like, comfortability and you're always making the more conservative choice that's not really like a recipe for you know success success greatness anything and uh it's funny you say this because this is something that andrew tate was implementing into his day-to-day life and something that he was encouraging to other people as well uh other young men just like you and me is 
to not be afraid to not back down um but i think a lot of people got it twisted or can easily get it confused um with oh he's misogynistic and oh he said this and this a lot of people take the things that andrew tate has said out of context and uh what i believe is that he is trying to implement the same message that we're implementing right now where don't be consumed don't be filled by fear don't let other people push over you push you around and if you allow people to do this that's what other people feed off of that's how other people gain their power is feeding off of other people's weakness Mm -hmm. so just like andrew tate was saying um he was encouraging people to not be weak and Mm -hmm. um a lot of people can get this twisted and misconstrued when they think being strong is being aggressive and just taking what's yours and uh, just doing things by force. But I definitely think uh, there's a big difference between um, like not backing down um, and being masculine in the sense of like being a leader, showing people how things are supposed to be done, being respectful, but not backing down from anything, not being afraid and just you're not going to get pushed over by no one yeah bro jordan peterson i heard him say uh, like i heard a quote by jordan peterson and i think it's a really good quote he he was saying how a weak man is a lot more dangerous than a strong man and i think when you think about it like that it's really powerful because a weak man um is going to succumb to peer pressure is going to succumb to um evil a lot easier than a strong man you know what i'm saying so, yeah, bro, I think, you know, 100%, man. Um, I don't think weakness, obviously we all have our weaknesses, but I don't think they should necessarily be celebrated. I think that, you know, you should want to be as strong and as capable as possible, for sure. Yeah, going along the lines of what you were just talking about, I think uh, people... Who and not get- just physically, too, like, when I say that, I, like, I mean even more so mentally, like... Yeah, 100%. One, one thing I've noticed for me with the you know, ever since we started doing this podcast is I've, you know, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at like being able to like articulate my thoughts and being able to speak better. You know what I'm saying? And that's the real superpower. That's the real, that's a real dangerous weapon right there when you can speak and when you can talk and when you can, you know, put your ideas out there, man. Like at the end of that, at the end of the day, like the way I kind of see the world, I was talking about a little bit about this on the podcast I did with opinion, opinionated media, um, this week. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, so, like, when you look at technology, bro, like, human labor, for the most part, is kind of being replaced. And that kind of leaves human beings. This is just how I see the world, but that kind of leaves human beings in a bit of a predicament. Like, it's, I feel like we're entering a, a new age, so to speak. We're entering information age. We're entering an age of ideas. And the real battles are going to be fought with ideas and being able to articulate yourself and being able to leverage the internet and leverage social media to build brands and to basically, I feel like the battles are being fought more um, in the spiritual realm and like mentally than physically. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, bro. So just kind of how I see it, but I think that the future is going to belong to people who can like, build off of ideas and create ideas and 
um, build on the internet, especially, um, you kind of see the same thing. Yep. And going on, going off the along the lines of what you were just talking about, uh, people who are weak, uh, they allow their emotions to control them, and uh, what I believe is someone who is truly masculine. Uh, is someone who's able to control their not only their thoughts ego. but their emotions and ego and, yeah. and everything else that goes along those lines. But masculinity, uh, f- uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, like femininity, Fe- femininity, yeah, yeah. femininity. Uh, like those or people who um who have those traits i believe they're able to control and articulate their thoughts and emotions a lot better than those who are weak and those who let their emotions and their thoughts control them yeah yeah man i yeah i think we were talking about that it's like you the mind is really you know really, a really powerful thing and i think a lot, a lot of people including myself you know you can get caught up in your thoughts and caught up in your you know, that thinking part of your brain where, you know, you're just always in your head. And if you can't, like, control it and, you know, understand, like, it's a tool, you know what I mean? Kind of like you were saying, you know, you're not your emotions and you're not your thoughts. You're kind of the presence behind that. So, yeah, man, for sure. And uh, going all along the lines of what you were just talking about before with the workforce and uh, how AI is starting to take over this uh, new age, this new era that's uh, coming. It's a, it really on. is a new era, bro. I really, I really believe that. Like, it's it's tough, man. Like, I think the older generations, it's not their fault. Like, they they grew up in a different world, bro. Like, blue collared, hands on. Well, bro, like yep. it. They legitimately grew up in a different world. Like, the technology is evolving so quickly, and like, bro, twenty years ago. Even 20 years ago, we lived in a different world. We didn't have social media. We didn't even really have any of this, bro. So it's like, yeah, bro, seeing what's going on with AI. And I saw a Jordan Peterson video where he was talking about AI. And he was saying how, like, it's going to grow so quickly. And in a year from now, like, who knows where we're going to be at. Yeah, and I think that that could be scary for a lot of people out there. People like you and me and just the normal average day-to-day person. And what's scary for them is that they have, they know, and they have, and obtain a lot of knowledge and information. Um, that's what these robots and all these AI are being programmed off of. The difference is when these AI and robots and everything are being uh, produced and they're being built, constructed. They're being coded with script that uh, universally makes them perfect in a sense where they're not going to mess up because of the way that their script was written. They're going to perform their duty 10 out of 10 times, 100 out of 100 times correctly without fault because that's the way that they're programmed. And now us with humans, like I said, a lot of us out there, we have this knowledge and information uh, obtained already. The problem with us humans, though, is that we are not perfect and that a lot of times we end up making mistakes or um, there's something faulty that goes on um, and during I think, our day-to-day job. Yeah, I think um, so. I've been I read this book. It's called The Almanac of Naval. It's a really good book. I'll, I'm going to send you it. It's an audio book. Um, but Naval, his name's Naval. He's like an investor, businessman. 
but he talks a lot about um <clears throat> like what we're talking about right now as far as the internet social media and like utilizing the, utilizing these things to like build a career off of so to speak <clears throat> and um uh it got me thinking it's funny bro um the first like the when this podcast like the idea of doing this podcast when it really sparked in my head I was thinking about this yesterday and I figured I'd bring it up um on today's podcast but we were actually we were at your you were, we were at your crib me you and a buddy of ours and uh, we were just sitting down talking having a good time you know just chit-chatting you know what I'm saying like like what we usually do and I remember I had this I had this thought I was like bro there's people out there who are doing the same thing we're doing and they're making a living doing it yeah, they're, Dog, they're investing like, their time into something productive. Well, bro, so like, hear me out, bro. I'm, I'm gonna kind of go down a rabbit hole real quick. But so I had this idea, and like, obviously, you know, I've listened to podcasts for, you know, I, I I've already known about this, but it, I thought about it like that, and I was like, yo, I'm sitting here with my friends, having a conversation, just like we're doing right now, and. There's people out here who are doing the same thing I'm doing right now, making a living doing it. Meanwhile, I'm over here working 40, 50, 60 hours a week at a car dealership. Like, bro, this, hold on a second. I'm playing, I'm playing the game wrong. Like, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? And it was just an idea I had, but it, it led to like looking more into it. And what I realized is the difference between people who are like ultra wealthy, like the Jeff Bezos, the Mr. Beast. Like what make what separates these people from, you know, just regular people, you know, who don't have like, you know, crazy tons of wealth and stuff. And it's it's that it's not that they necessarily work like so much harder than the average person, you know, not that they don't work hard, but it's that the work that they put in is all leveraged. It's all leveraged work. Jeff Bezos is leveraged by his company and Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast is leveraged by the content that he puts out it built up from the ground up well yeah bro it's like the future is going to belong to people who can leverage their work through four different means and this is um what i learned in um the book by naval there's four different kinds of leverage there's labor which is people so people working under you doing work for you which is like basically like um the old world um so it's always going to be essential yeah which is the hardest form of leverage. And then there's capital, which is just money, just having money to throw at things, which is leverage. And then there's coding, which is like what um, Facebook is. Facebook is basically just coding. They built, everything they built on an the app. Internet, everything on the smartphone. Every, it's all coding. Robots, like, everything is and coded. Script. So there's there's labor and capital, which are permissionless leverage. or permi- Permissible? Per, per, permission. Anyways, media, so coding and media are permissionless leverage, bro. Permissionless. Permissionless leverage. So it's leverage that you don't need any anybody's permission to use. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. We're, we're leveraging content. We're leveraging the internet. And um, it's just something I've really been interested in and learning about and applying to my life. And, uh, you know, hustle, hard, hustle smarter, not harder. You know what I'm saying? exactly and uh but yeah bro this this podcast has been really cool man i'm glad we uh we started doing this together man it's been uh definitely like i feel like we've grown a lot doing this you know what i'm saying yeah 
Man, and uh, just talking about how you created the podcast, uh, something that it's taught me and something that I've also been uh, researching and learning a little bit about probably ever since like graduating high school, maybe even a little bit during my time in high school. But that's when you start up your own business, everything changes, like what, what you're capable of doing, um, how you file and handle your taxes um, it's a whole other world. Yeah. It, a business is its own separate entity, and mm-hmm. once you s- start up and you're able to establish and create your own business, and uh, hopefully, uh, by the grace of God, it, it stays up, it, it works out. Um, man, it, it's a it's a game changer. I mean, it's it'll kick a lot of doors open um, for almost anyone out there. But uh, starting up a business, starting up an LLC, uh, it's a, I, I'd definitely say it's a lot more difficult than uh, like just a thought popping up in someone's head like, oh, let's start this up. Um, it, it definitely takes some planning and some investing, but in the long run, like it, it's a game changer. It'll really change your life. Yeah. Um, so you know how I, I talked about the audiobook I was listening to, the 50 Cent audiobook? Um, this we can also talk about this because it kind of ties into what we were talking about. But he was saying what one of the keys to his success. Fifty Cent was saying this is doing shit, and as simple as that sounds, it, it's actually like it's everything, bro. Um, he 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 was just saying like the key to my success is I'm always doing shit. I'm always doing shit. I'm always working on something new. I'm always starting up something new, and that's you know hopefully you know I can. We can continue to do that but you know this podcast is just the beginning man um it really is and uh it's yeah bro just trying to do shit man you know what i'm saying like i don't want to just go through life you know just working to pay my rent half stepping half assing anything like that man and it's not not even not even like i'm not talking down on it or anything like that i'm just saying like you want to give it your all man yeah and you know I think I, I think I think the key to doing shit is just to not be afraid, like we were talking about earlier. Yes, a hundred percent. And uh, when you sparked up that conversation, uh, something that just popped up in my head, and uh, it, it was like uh, like like a um, just an alert, just flashing off in my head. But it's like there are millions, if not probably billions, of people out there who are watching the TV every single day, watching the news watching what these politicians and people in government are saying to them and telling them what to do. I strongly advise everyone out there to not rely on the government and to not wait on them to help change your situation or to help make a change in your life. It's just like you were saying right now. You have to be confident in yourself. You have to take some risks. You have to just get out there and do whatever it is that you want to do and don't let anyone hold you back from doing that there's no one that is really just going to give you handouts there's no, no one that's just no, going to no come one's, and save no one's you. coming and knocking on my door and saying hey Cade, you want to come uh, record a podcast you want to come start this business you want to come book this flight and go travel over here it's like got to get out it's and, like and bro do it, man. I, i've fallen guilty to that myself like no, you I know think, I, me too and i'm you know, pretty like, sure a just, lot of people has you know you, you get a job you get comfortable you know making a little bit of money and you know you just kind of let that comfortability sink sink in bro and um yeah man i just think that for me one of my goals this year man is just to take more risk and to uh 
just do more shit, man. Just do more shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Put your foot on the gas and really just gravitate yourself towards whatever it is that you're so, you're naturally supposed to be gravitated to. Uh, and I say this, it might sound confusing to some people, but um, sometimes you almost got to put yourself in the mind of like just a spectator where take all the pressure off yourself, put yourself in a relaxful, peaceful state of mind where you're not forced to really do anything at first, but you're able to get a good grasp as to what you're looking at what you're viewing and what you're supposed to do with this sometimes you gotta pull yourself back take a step back and view things from a a different perspective before you just dive in and jump in and uh, I, I think it's really important just because some people dive in and they start doing things but they're never able to make sense of it they're never able to understand what they're doing and why they're doing it so it it gets to a point where sometimes no matter how fast you're going Sometimes you just got to take a step back and look at things just from a uh, from a spectator's perspective, where you're just watching and viewing it. You don't have you don't have to actually jump in there, make any changes, uh, take action on anything, but just get a good grasp of what you're looking at and what you're diving into before you just jump in. Yeah, um, one thing that I kind of thought about when you were were saying that is. Uh, when I was on the podcast, uh, on my buddy's podcast uh, yesterday, we were talking about view, getting you know like views, and uh, like with the podcast situation, right? Like, you know, getting views, and you know, and uh, I, I kind of made the point of like, at the end of the day, bro, this is not a competition with anybody. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that you know I go back and forth on this. Like, I think competition is a it's a real thing. You know, it's a part of reality. Um, competition is always going to be there, but and let me tie this in real quick before you continue. I think competition plays hand in hand. You got to talk into the mic. Yeah, I, I think competition plays hand in hand um, with uh, like people who are dangerous. There's people out there who are dangerous who uh, who want to be the aggressor and who want to be on the offensive and do the attacking. And there's some people who are more defensive and you're not looking for danger, but if danger pops off, I mean, you're, you're going to have to handle the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So about the competitive thing, um, I, th- I think it's important. Like Alex Hormozzi talks a little bit about this, but he's saying he, he, I heard him say one time, like, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, like do it just to do it. If that makes sense. Like as far as this podcast goes, like for an example, when I was, um, when I was on the podcast, when we were recording, I had I didn't bring it up on there, but I had this thought. I was like, um, as far as like this competitive mindset, and, and I think it's important to be able to like, kind of uh, step outside of that and like, like what are my intentions uh, right now? Like right here, right now, in this present moment, what are my intentions? Did I come out here to record this podcast with, you know, um, these you know two gentlemen? Um, did I come all the way out here just to promote myself? Is is that really what my intentions are with this? To try to you know, get more views, get more likes. Is that what my, you know, deep down, is that what my intentions are? Or are my intentions are to get to know these people, to hang out with these people, to kind of learn from these people and to appreciate the moment. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, bro, with the podcast, like, you know, I, and, and it, this, I, I, 
it relates to anything, bro. But I think that to a certain extent, like, I think we all have to kind of sometimes be able to detach ourselves from like the outcome of things, you know what I mean? And do the thing, do something for the doing of it. Like do it because you love it. Do it because it's, you know, you're passionate about it. Do it because, um, it's like an art form almost, you know what I mean? And that's kind of how I look at the podcast. We got cut out right there, but, uh, do you know where we left off at? Yeah. Just like you were explaining, I think, uh, when you're able to drop whatever competition, rivalry, whatever the difference is between, um, whoever is competing against one another, I think people are able to actually enjoy the moment and enjoy the experience that they have with one another. And I think it's really, really important, regardless of whatever profession it is, whenever people start getting older, closer to their deathbed, uh, regardless of who their biggest rival was, regardless of who their biggest nemesis was, their biggest enemy, they always give props and they always give recognition to the other side just because they were able to bring out the best in them, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um, when I just saw LeBron break the all-time scoring record, there's a lot of people talking about, oh, Kareem is looking at him like uh, he despises them. He never wanted to see him break the record. But I think it gets to a point when you drop that competition, when you drop all those things, you're just able to enjoy the moment, you're able to enjoy the experience, and you're just able to enjoy the greatness that goes along with whatever competition there is. Yeah, for sure. I think that you can kind of embrace competition without letting it destroy you, you know? And it's it's kind of something I've been thinking about a lot lately, like just the whole competitive mindset. I think it's, it's good, but I also, I also like, because, you know, whenever you talk about competition, people always... You know, they point at, like, nature and they point at animals and they say, well, look, look at nature, man. Look how competitive nature is. And I, and I agree. I do think that there's a, a fundamental truth that, like, you know, nature, you know, life is always going to be competitive. But Survival yeah. of the fittest. Yeah, but I think human beings are, I don't think human beings are really, I think we're on some levels higher than animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, Most definitely, I think 100%. we can, I think that there's a, a little bit of a deeper element to being a human. And I think that. Uh, you know like working together can can kind of uh be a great thing man and that's how i look at this podcast space is um you know the more we work together with other people and that kind of thing i think it uh can, can bring out the best of us you know the more i've or the more time that i've lived uh the longer i've been alive the more i've been able to spectate life and uh because, sorry to interrupt, bro. Just real quick, I just wanted to throw this in there. And, like, overall, bro, like, at the end of the day, the reason why I, my intentions with this is to try to help people, you know? 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not I'm not doing this to try to be the most famous person in the world or, you know, try to take tear down other people. You know, it's the complete opposite, bro. It's hopefully... Lift people up. Yeah, I, you know we don't we don't have all the answers. We're not you know we're not Jesus. We're not any of that. But hopefully there's a you know something that we can say or an experience that you've had or that I've had that can help somebody who's listening. You know, or even just the conversation itself. Maybe it uh, can keep somebody company or just you know what I'm saying. Like hopefully it can help people. So that's that's kind of how I look at that. 
we're a piece of the puzzle of the more grander scheme that's going on right now. And uh, some people get that confused where they're stuck in this mindset that they're the main character. Mm-hmm. I like that you brought that up. They're, the world revolves around them. And, yeah. Uh, it's a problem I've had in my own life before. We all, It's just a part of the ego, man. Yeah, where it's like... Psychedelics can kind of uh, really really help you with that for sure people who lived in the 1900s 1800s you keep going back in time it's like you can't discredit that these people lived lives too and that they were just as human as you and me so it's like all this new era all this new world order stuff technology all this stuff that's being pushed out a lot of people get stuck into this ego mindset where they're the main character of everything that's going on, and that's just not the case. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone needs to get to a point where they're able to drop that ego and realize that their life is... Just a piece of the puzzle, man. A piece of the bigger puzzle that's going on. And I think uh, once you're able to accept that, uh, everything usually will make sense. And I say this just because... There's a lot of different cultures, a lot of different races, yada, yada, yada out there. And the more I've been able to spectate other people's lives, spectate my own life um, and the journey that we've taken to get here, I realize that your skin color, race, look, the way you look, all that doesn't really matter at all. It, it really doesn't. But that's how they're able to conquer and divide us by making us believe that these subjects do matter. And the more life I live, the longer uh, I live and the older I get, I realize that it's only the light inside of us, the light inside of other people that truly matters. And um, it's, it's either like you're filled and consumed with light or you're filled and consumed with darkness. Love. Yeah, love and light. Uh, so someone who's radiating light is radiating love uh they're gonna sh shine they're gonna stand out um you can't diminish that light inside of them because they're filled with love and light i think um there's like this culture um where it's like i think people think that in order to be successful you ha you have to be like this dark um really kind of angry or you know just not a very kind person to be like successful like and I, I don't mean successful in like happiness i mean i mean money like wealth and i i i would disagree with that i think that you can lead with love and you can lead with kindness and you can build things with those things you know what i'm saying um and i just think yeah like i don't i think there's this idea that like wealthy people are just bad people you know not to say there's not bad people who are wealthy but i think you can do great things and you can make money and you can you can have, you know, have your, uh, what, what's the saying? Have your cake and eat it too, I guess. It's like you can you can be happy, you can be kind, and you can also, you know, make money and, and do good in the world and kind of have all that together. Of course. Yeah, I, tru I truly and truthfully believe that as well. And uh, an analogy that I heard that kind of references to what you were just talking about is that there's two wolves inside every single person. You got this dark evil wolf who feeds off of anxiety fear um 
destruction, uh, just anything bad, anything negative, anything evil. Then you got this other wolf who's good, filled with light, uh, good intentions, want to see you be successful, want to see you succeed. And each and every single day, us as human beings, uh, we make the decision which wolf we want to feed, which one we're going to give into, and whichever one you feed, it, it has a direct impact onto are you radiating light or are you radiating darkness, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. It has a direct impact on each and every single person's aura. Yeah, one thing like I've been doing a lot of thinking about is just, and I kind of, I think it all ties back into your intentions with whatever it is you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I think when you have good intentions, when you, like, deep down are doing things out of love, I feel like it, you have a greater power than if you're doing things out of out of fear, out of hate. Because when you're doing things out of love, let's say, you know, someone comes and attacks me for something I say on here or for a business venture that I do. At the end of the day, like I'm not that's not gonna affect me because I know deep down why I'm doing what I'm doing, doing it out of love and and so um yeah man, I think intentions um when your intentions are pure, life is a lot easier and um I think I heard this from somewhere, somebody else say this, but um karma is kind of like an individual thing as well. Like people think karma is like if you do something wrong to somebody, they're going to eventually do something wrong to you. But in actuality, like, there's a part of every single one of us that, like, we know when we fuck up. We know when we do something wrong. And you're going to have to pay for that out of your own self-respect. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, With the intentions that you push out. You can't fool yourself, bro. Yeah. No matter how much you think you can, you know, you can't fool yourself, bro. So just some food for thought but that's pretty much all i got for today bro anything any final words for you josh for this week man uh i'm thankful for the conversation that we have just right now this is a good conversation yes i i took a lot and i was able to learn a lot from this conversation i just want to give a quick thanks to all the listeners and all the viewers out there uh thank thank you for your time thank you for the support um Thank you for all those who stuck with us since the beginning. I just want to really, from the bottom of my heart, just give you guys a big thanks uh, for all the love, all the energy, and all the support you guys give to us. Yeah, man. If you guys like the show, um, we would ask that you you know share it with a friend, share it with somebody who you think would uh, enjoy it. And uh, if you know if you want to reach me, it's at KDirectorFit. And Josh, what's your Instagram? If anybody wants to reach you, you can reach me on Instagram at Josh underscore England. J-O-S-H-H underscore E-N-G-L-A-N-D. Yeah, man. If you guys ever, if there's anybody listening, you want to reach out to me or Josh, I feel like we're always, you know, we're always open. And um, you know, even if you just need somebody to talk to, get something off your chest, reach out to us, man. So uh, appreciate it. Much love. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. How you feel? Trying to keep it real. Climbing up the hill. Trying to get a deal. Trying to get a meal. Hungry on the beat. Hungry so I eat. And I don't know the feet, I only know the heat, I only know the grind, I only know the sweet, yo, I miss sweat, I only know the best, that's up on my chest, I only know the reps, I only know what's next, nothing more, nothing less. Oh, my name, I can watch you